0: Serve the Lord with gladness. God wants happy people. (laughs) Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with a thankful heart. And into his courts, enter them with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his You know, God knows something about an attitude of gratitude. And he knows according to your attitude, that determines your altitude. And he said, enter in with praise and thanksgiving and bless his name. Why? For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures to all generations. Give them one clap of praise and then God bless you as you're seated. Thank you Lord. Bless the Lord. Amen. God bless you, worship team congregation as you're seated. Woo! Hallelujah. I want to encourage you today to put on the garment of praise. I want to encourage you to get it the proper sequence and process of victory, and that is this. Never praise God out of your emotions. Never praise God out of your circumstance. Praise God in spite of your emotions and in spite of your circumstance. Can I have an amen? amen. Don't wait to feel his presence. Praise him first, and you will feel his powerful presence because God inhabits the praises of his people. I want you to get that as well as you know it already. I want you to go into tomorrow and throughout this week with an attitude. No matter what happens, I am a child of the living God, and I will bless the Lord. And you see, if you have that attitude, you will defeat the powers of darkness. I don't care how big they might seem. Come on, somebody. Who Hallelujah. Has anybody learned that praise is power? And power is praise. God's people are a people of praise. The Bible tells us, and this and this I think is a good way to come. Do any of you pray throughout the week? Do you ever have do you pray throughout the week from time to time? I'm not asking you if you pray an hour a day, but you talk to God sometimes other than Sunday. When you do that, how do you come before God? How do you come before God? I, sometimes I almost have to discipline myself that I don't come through the prayer door and just go, oh, God, I'm in trouble. You know, I, first things first. I walk, the, I walk through the door, and the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to recognize God for who he is. Because the Bible tells me, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Now, acknowledge is not like, I believe there's a God. No, no. Acknowledge is to recognize who sovereign God is. Before I do anything, actually, in most cases, are you ready for this? Even if I fall short, and I don't want to, but if I do, before I even repent, I first reckon God, no matter what's going on with me, with you, or anybody, first thing I recognize, you are sovereign God. You're in charge. You're in control. The stock market is not in control. Jehovah Jireh is in control. My feelings are not in control. The supernatural Holy Ghost is. I recognize and acknowledge you. That's the first thing I do. The second thing I do, and it's not a matter of like um, a step by step, one, two, three, it just flows this way for me. The second thing after acknowledging sovereign God is I come in, I said, Lord, no matter what's going on, I'm thanking you that I'm a child of the living God. Come on, help me, choir. I'm thanking you that I'm saved by grace. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I remember when I was lost. I remember when I was bound. But now I see. I come into your gates with thanksgiving. I'm trying to help somebody here. I'm trying to help somebody with your attitude. Oh, God, it's a mess. First things for, listen here. We walk by faith, not by sight in that Bible. How do you change a rotten situation? You can't change the situation sometimes, but you can change the way that you deal with that situation. You can go through the good, the bad, the ugly, but if you know God is sovereign in control, if you come with thanksgiving, if you enter with praise, all of a sudden the situation begins to change. You say, wow, it's changing. No, you're changing. Woo, somebody give the Lord a praise. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Furthermore, the Apostle Paul tells us the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, natural, fleshly, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. To me, one of the greatest weapons to pull down strongholds is our praise. Praise is not a song. Praise is a thanksgiving offering. And every song we do is designed around the offering. The offering is not designed around the song. That's why it doesn't matter to us. I, if there's a keyboard player, thank God. If there's a guitar player, thank God. Okay, that's, that fell for a moment. No, no. It doesn't matter to me. I told my wife, Joe, I said, I'm coming to church every Sunday. I don't care who's here. I do care who's here, but I don't care who's here. I don't care if the lighting works. I don't care if it's hot. I don't care if it's cold. I don't care what. I'm coming into this place to give God a praise. You don't have to tell me. Come on, praise him, praise him, praise it. I believe there's a body of people out on planet Earth. You will praise the Lord no matter if the devil tries to Shut you up, you'll pull him down. Woo! Somebody give the Lord a praise, would you? And I find there is great power in that type of heartbeat. You can't deny it. God loves praise, and He does not suffer from low self esteem. Come on, lift me up. I'm feeling bad. God knows something that we are wired to praise Him. A broken vessel is a silent vessel. When God begins to fix you, He begins to renew your song. So I said sing to the Lord a what? A new song. I'm sorry, I don't mean to step on your toes. Some of you have been singing the blues for way too long. You need to have an oil change. Quit singing in blues. Maybe it's who you're hanging around with. Oh Jesus! Did he really? now? Now I'm sorry. I I, I, could, I like to play the blues. It's, it's fun sometimes. But I don't want to sing the spiritual blues. I want to start praising the name of the Lord. It's not about how I feel. It's not about how you feel. It's not about what's going on in our lives. Every Sunday, Life Source Church, and every visitor, I make a divine commission to you. When you walk through those doors, will you come in here in spite of everything and say, The worship leader may not be here. Your friend may not be here, but I'm going to praise the Lord. (laughs) Now, some of you have different ways of praising, and that's okay. That's okay. Now, praise. I got to thinking about, I'm thinking that there are three realms of praise that are very essential to us as believers, the first realm I would call it personal praise. Personal praise. It goes this way. Psalm 34 verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. Come on now. Sometimes? Most times? More or less time? I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I ain't looking for my neighbor to inspire me. I'm already inspired. Why? Because I have made an early morning declaration. Oh God, you are sovereign. If I know anything about God, you keep the planets in order. The stars are there and you own the cattle on a thousand hills. Evidently, you are sovereignly in control of my life no matter what. So therefore, I will bless the Lord. Personal praise. Continually in my mouth. Personal praise. Second. Corporate praise. Psalm 149, 1. Praise you the Lord. By the way, to the King James illiterate people, ye means you. Just kidding. Praise you the Lord. Now, now listen, we're big on the commands. Oh, the Lord command this, he commanded that, the Ten Commandments. What about pr- God saying, Praise you the Lord? That's a command praise you the lord watch this sing unto the lord a new song and his praise in the congregation as a as a pastor i said i said at our monday night prayer last monday evening i said if you want to frustrate a worship leader a worship team when they're up there sweating bullets worshiping god trying to lead us and, and worship. If you, want, if you want to frustrate the daylights, daylights at them, just stand there and look at them. <laughs> Nothing you will do is going to cause me to praise. <laughs> now, people never think of it that way. I just think you don't miss it until the well runs dry. Sometimes you have to have your water pipe break. Somebody said, the devil's... No, yeah, that's God trying to get you out of being lethargic. Oh, God, I'm going to preach about something later on. You don't miss the food until the refrigerator's empty. Come on now, help me out. You don't miss the water until there ain't no water coming out. Have you ever had a time when you couldn't flush your toilet? That is not a good experience. All of a sudden, when the next time you go and it goes down, you go, whoo, hallelujah. Sometimes you just, where was I at in this sermon? I think I was up here. If you ask me, America has a disease and an affliction. We've almost gotten to the place. Where it takes four prophecies, a preacher that runs on the pews, and a song that goes before we go, thank you, Jesus. I'm not trying to make it feel tight in here. I'm just telling you, this is what we call a spirit filled church. Not because we want it to be, but because the Bible said to enter his gates with thanksgiving. The Bible said, open your mouth, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. That's the way our Father wants us to praise him. You say, that's not my nature. Change your nature. Oh, maybe better yet, override your nature. But you see, I'm basically very quiet and shy. Override your nature. There's most every preacher I know was basically a shy person. Once in a while, you'll get the outgoing I personalities. Oh, I don't bother me at all. Most preachers, when they sat in high school and it was time for them to read, they were like, oh, God, five more minutes before it's out. Oh, it's coming to me. You know what I'm talking about? I hated reading out loud. Didn't you in school? Anybody with me? Most of us are shy. Do you know that you can, by an act of your will and of your faith and of your passion, you can override your nature where you become like Saul. He was this way, and then all of a sudden he was turned into a new man. The Bible said old things are passed away. Could that be some of our hang-ups? And all things become new. That's how I read the word. That, is that right? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Corporate praise. Oh, I got, don't have enough time. Now the third realm of praise is what I call heavenly eternal praise. Revelation 19, listen. And a voice came out of the throne. Watch this. Saying... Praise our God. A voice came out of the throne. So I don't know if it was Jesus. It doesn't say. I don't know if it was an angel. I don't know. But a voice came out of the throne and said, praise our God. That's serious. That's good stuff. Praise our God. All you servants that fear him, both small and great. And I... I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the voice of many waters, as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. That's what they're doing in heaven right now. You know the song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! We might be singing with angels. Hallelujah! 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 hallelujah. Lord. That's what he said. Praise him. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we pray. Now the devil don't want us to do that. Lord, we praise you. If he could silence that, Lord, but he's not going to silence it because it didn't come from him. Lord, we praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord a praise, would you? Thank you, Lord. I have shared numbers of years ago, and uh, it's been a, a message that's blessed my heart ever since I came across it, I don't know, 15 years, 20 years ago, I don't know when. I discovered in the Old Testament, which is really a guiding post to Passionate people in worshiping God as well as the New Testament, that there are seven ways to praise him. Do you remember when David, King David, he said in the Psalm, Psalm 119 verse 164, he said, seven times a day do I praise the Lord. I've always wondered about that. Now, here's a speculation on my part, I'll tell you. Seven times a day do I praise the Lord. I really think that's probably literally. Now, how regimented he was, I don't know. Sometimes we want to get very regimented. And, and discipline's one thing. Being very regimented, eh, you know, there's got to be some flexibility in life, right? But I really think it is quite possible what David was saying because he knew it. In the Old Testament, in the Hebrew, there, there are seven distinct words for our English word praise if you have a Strong's concordance something like that you can look up the word praise and you'll find there are seven ways to praise and I'm almost led to think that David what he was really saying is I praise God every day in all of the different ways that you can praise him for example and I'm going to give you those words the first word in the Old Testament is called Yodah. You'll see that on the screen. Some people say Yadab. doesn't matter. Yodah means to extend or to throw up your hands. You'll find that in the Old Testament, in the book of Psalms and throughout. One of the ways that God said he wants us to praise him. And I say it that way because this is what God desires from me, from you. Yodah means to throw up your hands and praise him. For example, Psalm 9, verses 1 and 2. I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will be glad and rejoice in you. One of the things that's very important, To us as a church, by the way, if you're visiting with us, is when you walk through the door, you're going to see people from time to time. They're not only going to sing the song. They're not only going to verbalize thanksgiving to God. You're going to see them lift up their hands when they praise Him. You know what's weird? The other night I was watching TV on something. I forget. And uh, what is it? iHeartRadio. You know that commercial my wife doesn't like because your sound's about at this level and the iHeart comes on, and pow! Boy, that annoys me. <clears throat> so when that came on, it caught my attention, I guess that's the goal, and I turned to the TV and it was a concert. And all of these, basically, they were younger people, you could tell. They're there. They had their hands in the air. I thought you know what mankind is wired to praise the lord it's just that people until they know jesus they're 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 praising things that really aren't really that important but the bible says to lift up holy hands would you lift your hand up right now while i finish this point the apostle paul said first timothy 2 8 i will therefore that all men everywhere lift up holy hands without wrath and doubting what's that mean get your heart right when you praise him don't have wrath and anger in your heart what else does it mean without doubting don't 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 doubt it this is the will of god praise him by faith jesus said praise him in spirit hallelujah praise him in truth make sure your heart every day put on every day put on the the, the belt of truth that's the armor of God starts. How do you put it on? How do you put on something you can't see? You have an awareness. Today, God, I'm putting on honesty in my heart. If there's anything in my life that is not right, I will not turn from you. I will be honest enough. And when honesty, you have a belt of honesty on, and now your next armor piece is to put on his breastplate of righteousness. Lord, I'm a failure. Sometime I fail. I don't mean I'm a failure, but sometime I fail. So, therefore, Lord, I'm going to trust that the blood of Jesus cleanses me. Don't live in condemnation, ladies. Brethren, don't live in condemnation. Don't let your mistakes condemn you. Put on truth. Put on honesty. Put on his righteousness. How do you put it on? There is an act of the will where do you go next put on the shoes you start here you work your way up you go down put the shoes on of the carrying of the gospel everywhere you go reflect jesus christ where does the armor go next the shield of faith put on faith where does it go next the helmet of salvation let the mind of Christ change your carnal thinking most people get depressed because it's a mind battle but t- today when you put on the armor declare I have the mind of Christ that's a bible verse did you know that when you don't know what to do, help, help me here a sec. When you don't know what decision to make, Father, this morning, I sovereignly recognize, I recognize your sovereignty. Secondly, I come in with thanksgiving. I enter with praise. I put on honesty. Hold me. I put on tr- truth. I put on righteousness. Everywhere I go, I'm going to put the shoes. I'm going to share my faith. Next, I put on the shield of faith that resists every t- attack of the enemy. I put on the mind of Christ. Don't confess, I can do nothing. I'm a failure. I have problems. I'll never get through it. You, you're playing, oh, I hate, I, I'm i almost in the, the stinking devil's hands. I'll never get a job. I'll never find a husband. I'll never get a wife. My kids will never get saved. I'll never be healed. I'll never have money. You know, you, you, can, you can shoot yourself in the foot in, so easily. Well, that, I'll never have a better job. I'll never have a better Well, you just keep telling yourself that. The power of the tongue. Sometimes the devil just goes, okay, you're doing a pretty good job. I'll just leave you alone. Isn't it right? My God, every day I'm going to put on praise. It matters to me where you are, but I'm telling you, if you don't praise him, I'm going to praise him. If you don't have the victory, I'm going to have the victory. Sometimes it don't come easy. Sometimes you got to fight the good fight of faith. I don't feel good today, but you're my healer, God. I don't have enough money to pay my bill, but you are still Jehovah Jireh. You're my provider. Somebody give the Lord a praise. hallelujah (laughs) yada I'll never forget the first time I stood in a spirit-filled wonderfully radical church and the worship leader I believe said lift up your hands I never did that in my life but I'm trying to learn not to argue with the Lord I tend to not turn out too good. I said, lift your hands. The Bible said lift up holy hands. My first obstacle is I don't feel so holy. But you are holy. Did you know you are a saint? You don't, wait to need, you don't have to wait to be canonized. No disrespect. To the saints that are in Christ Jesus you are a saint, why? Because you are sanctified, set apart for a holy use. So then again, I said, okay. And then I thought, what do these people, th- what will they think? That's pretty, I'm sorry, it was me, so I call myself dumb. Can I call myself dumb? That's a dumb statement. You're in a spirit-filled church and people are shouting their socks off and you're wondering like, this is, is this okay? I'll tell you what's really weird. I was in a church down in Florida, and we got singing a song, and I had my eyes closed. Sometimes don't look at anybody. It'll do you good. I'm just kidding. And I just, you know, praise is natural. So I just went, I told you that. When I opened my eyes, I, looked, I, saw, I saw a whole row of people going, If if it wasn't sad, I almost burst out laughing. I'm like, "What?" They're like, "What is that?" That's really weird. I I know I know Sam. We just got done doing that at the at the Ravens game the other night. We shouted, we threw a hot towel, but this is weird. You call it weird. I call it praise. You call it odd, but I call it God. You call it strange, but I call it victory. I will give unto the Lord a sacrifice of praise. You don't know what he's done for me. You don't know where he brought us from. We got a reason to praise him, sister. We got a reason to praise him, brother. You don't know what we've been through. And if you would have gone through it like we went through it, you probably would praise him like that too. Somebody give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. I know I got seven ways to praise. You might have to indulge yourself in a personal Bible study your own self. Because I can't preach it all this morning. But I can tell you the next one is the Hebrew word halal. Halal. We just did it. Hallelujah! I know that got your motor started. So I'm like, let's, okay. Halal. I like what halal means. Whoops. We're working. Work in progress. Halal to shine forth, show forth, to celebrate, to celebrate. Is God really serious that He wants us to celebrate? Sometime we'll, you know, I went to a party the other night. You ain't never been to a party until you go to a celebration where people are praising God and they're not drunk. But I don't say we're not intoxicated. Woo! I told you we are going to get a T-shirt, Joe. I went to church, got drunk, got high, and stood on a stone. Woo! Got stone. We ought to do it. Just shake off the community a little bit. Oh! went to church and the preacher walked on the chairs. My God, somebody go, oh, that's weird. <laughs> I'm going to intend to, sister. I'll tell you. Isn't that what the word said? Hallel means to shine forth, show. I, I, now I'm going back to the worship leader again. And when you guys get up there and you play and sing, I'll guarantee you, I I feel a little arrogant here, but I don't mean it that way. If I'm on the front row, you will not be all depressed looking at me. I feel like I'm getting in trouble right here, and I'm not even trying. You will not have to ask me to stand, because there's one little... Just from stand to one little thought easily gets me on my feet. I could have only one leg. I could have no legs. I could have diabetes. and couldn't feel a thing. Ask Rick Baumer. sorry Rick, for, if he will stand. In pain, yet you will stand for the majority of time. I know a friend of mine, Lord these sermons get so long to t- preach sometimes, but it's, it fits so well. If memory serves me correctly, I visited him many years ago in the hospital and he told me, I'll just say it this way because he, w- he wouldn't mind, he, knew, he grew up in church, grew up in church Couldn't get him to respond. Three prophecies and Bozo the clown could not get him to respond. One day he was at work. True story. The Lord spoke to him. I don't know if it's audible or inward. He said, Mitchell, get your family back in church. I'm coming soon. I stood at his bedside and he was telling me this run. He said, I'm like, Whoa, who said that? A minute later said, Mitchell, get your family back in church. I'm coming soon. Shook it off. Went out drinking that night. Late at night when the bars closed, when he was hitchhiking, a car unknowingly swerved off the road and hit him. Threw him in a ditch. True story. When I visited Mitchell, he was laying in bed with one leg amputated. It's true. He said, Ron, I know God got my attention. He said, I did not want to lose my leg, but better that than to lose my soul. That's what he told me. Oh, you you don't, you don't even know the end of it and he showed me a picture somebody took when they came to find him and where he was laying there was a big billboard sign right behind him that said ready or not Jesus is coming that's a true story It still makes me have the heebie-jeebies I'm here to tell you I'm as your pastor who loves you with a passion would never say anything to you or anybody else that would hurt anybody's feelings that's never the intention but I can tell you this, when it is time to lift up your hands and worship, you as a child of God have been called, commissioned, commanded, and you have the extreme honor to lift up your hands because you could only have one hand to do it someday. When the when when the pastor says, would you stand to your feet, that is, uh, set me aside. That's your spiritual authority trying to help you uh, to have an attitude that when the devil attacks you and all the forces of darkness come, don't wonder why you don't have breakthrough. Because when you obey God's command and when you do it willingly and gladly, then you've got a reason to shout the devil out. Uh, then you've got authority. When you praise God, like he said, oh, give unto God praise, and honor, and glory. Woo! Hallelujah. That's right. Life source church, let us never fall into a spirit of lethargy, lethargic complacent it's bigger than a song it's worship and he is here they told me I'm sorry you know I could go on with my message and i all positive right they told me my son told me oh God they had a youth rally and you know where I'm going saw Jordan on Saturday morning, I said, how'd it go last night? I'm thinking all these radical young people, woo! He said, dad, it was good, everything was good. He said, brother, Brett Seals, state evangelism director, he preached, I mean, he preached his heart out. He said, he must have said I don't know how many times, what's wrong with you guys? Are you guys dead? That breaks my heart. Because I'm thinking to myself, we're not talking about, sorry, the Lutheran church. We're not talking about the church around the corner that just lost a fire 50 years ago and don't know it. We're talking about the spirit-filled church, the people that say, I'm saved, sanctified, full of the Holy. We're talking about people that say, I love God. No matter what happens, I'll never forsake you, Lord. When that kind of church becomes a funeral parlor, somebody's got to get up and say, shake off the heavy bands, lift up your home. Why, I'm not saying to you right now, why are you sitting there? Stand on your feet. Override yourself. Override. Well, you know, I'm just a quiet person. I get it. But he don't get it. Psalm 150. This is the word Hallel. It means to celebrate, to show forth, to shine forth. Celebrate you, the Lord. Celebrate God in his sanctuary. Celebrate him in the firmament of his power. Celebrate him for his mighty acts. Celebrate him for his excellent greatness. Let everything that has breath celebrate the Lord. Celebrate you, the Lord. Hallel, shine forth. I leave with this thought. I am a protector of this church, humbly saying it. Brethren on the council, stand to your feet, would you? Brethren on the council, stand to your feet. Brethren, we are protectors of this church. We're watchmen on the wall. Staff people, ministry people, stand to your feet. If you do anything, in My precious brothers and sisters, we are watchmen on the wall. Everyone else in the congregation, would you stand to your feet? If you're a prayer warrior, I said this, when's the last time, Pastor Ron, that you fasted to resist the powers of darkness? When's the last time I read my Bible other than the preacher's text? My God, before we know it, the enemy will pull the rug out from under us, and we don't know how it happened. But I'm here to tell you, I know how it happens. Point number one when a Pentecostal church stops praising him audibly and with enthusiasm, that's the first nail, bam, in the coffin called spiritual death. Come on, somebody. When you as a believer, stop praising him. I'm going to preach a message in a couple of weeks. The Lord dropped into my spirit on an early morning. I'll, I feel like preaching it now, but I won't have time. But it, here's the gist of it. He said, alone with God. Get alone with God. I realized the majority of Christian people out in America... If they didn't come to church on a Sunday, they would be absolutely no different than the rest of the world. If the preacher didn't give them word, listen now, if the preacher didn't quote scripture, they would not have read a scrap of scripture all week. That's not a condemnation, that's a wake-up call. If the worship team didn't lead in a song, they would have never praised God all week long. and yet say, I just don't have time. You're a liar. In all due respect, I want to get back to the foot of the cross. I'll tell you what, there ain't a devil been created that's too big for you. There's not a circumstance too tough that you cannot conquer and overcome. I set my feet on divine authority. There is nothing in this world that is bigger and stronger than a child of the living God. You've got Jesus on the inside. You've got power for this hour. It is the anointing of God Almighty. But only you can turn the spigot on and praise God turns the spigot. Will you lift your hands heavenward? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we're going to give you a hallelujah praise. Lord, we're going to celebrate. We're going to show forth, and we're going to shine forth. My Lord and God, we're going to give you a yada praise. We're going to lift up our hands, and we're going to worship you. I'm not going to forget what bondage tasted like and felt like. I'm staying away from bondage. I ain't going back to the pig's pen no more. I'm not going to be silent. The world can say, shut up, but I'm going to stand up. The world can say be silent, but we're gonna shout out our praise. Woo yeah. Ha-ha. My God, hands in the air, church. You're nobody make you do it. I'm encouraging you, but only your love for God. Yes. Oh, yes. Are you oh yeah. My God. The first thing I do, you give life. No, he is silent. You allow every day. You bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken. God, we're singing it you for him. Lord, you're in this building. Thank you, you restore every heart that is broken. Oh, my God. I feel like you are blessed in the Lord. heart right now I said I want to give an altar call I don't know who will respond I don't know if anybody will respond but I want to give an altar call for salvation right now because you know what one of the worst places to be is in a church where the Holy Ghost is moving and you're not saved what I mean by that is the first thing you want to do is get out of there you go to a dead church you fit right in but if you're in a church that's alive with god's presence and people praising, and, and and you're not right in your heart and you know you're not right you're like waiting for the aisle way to clear but god forbid that we would ever assume that everybody in church has a divine relationship with God Almighty. If the singing is gone, do you have a relationship? If the preacher's not preaching, do you know the Word of God? That's not condemnation. That's revelation. As you bow your head, if you're here today, is every head bowed, saints, quietly praying. I felt the Lord drop this into my heart. If you're standing here today, you say, Pastor Ron, maybe you know about Jesus. Maybe in a form or a fashion you believe that he exists. But you know in your nowhere that you've never given your life completely to the Lord. Will you lift up your hand? Yes, thank you so much. God bless you. Yes, amen. Give you a minute. If that's you, if you say, I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying, if you say, God, today, I don't want to just go to church. I don't want to know what the preacher knows. I want to know you in my life. Can you lift your hand? I see another hand. Yes, God bless you. God bless you. Now, right now, I'm going to ask somebody to be as bold as you need to be. this church do not care about judging anybody all we want is everybody to make heaven their home and you and sometimes people can be such a silent secret agent but you'll never make heaven that way the only way that you'll make Jesus Lord is when everybody knows that you're a Christian It don't mean you're trying to shove shove steak down their throat, preach to everybody. It just means when you get out there in the world, come on now, they don't have to wonder where you stand. They know that you are a Christian person. I'm not ashamed to be a Christian. I I could meet Donald Trump today as a president. I, I could meet the Supreme Court today, and they could say, are you a Christian? And I would say, God, help me. Yes, I am. I'm not ashamed of it. You know why? You could persecute us now. You could call us wacko weirdos, but one day we're all going to stand before God Almighty and those you Christians are going to stand there with a smile on your face as if to say, I know you called me weird, but who's got the last laugh now? I'm going to heaven. If you mean it, And you say, Pastor Ron, better yet, God, God Almighty, today I'm making my stand. If you'll help me, I'm going to live for you. I'm going to live for you. I'm going to live for you. Will you come out right now and just come down into this altar if that speaks to your heart? And you may not get this close to God. And you may never come back again. But today you're going to have a divine encounter. Or you're not. Because I know what my Holy Ghost in me is telling me. Therefore, I'm no pressure, no pressure. If you say today is my day, I want to get right with God. I'm not going back out there in the shadows, drinking and drugging. I know what the Spirit's telling me. I'm not going out there and committing fornication no more. I'm going to dedicate my life. This is God's opportunity. This this is your opportunity. I don't know what will happen tomorrow. Neither do you. So I'm going to get here. I'm going to wait. You say, today is my day. I want to make Jesus Lord right now. Come on up. He's looking for honesty, honesty. Oh, yeah. The Spirit of the Lord would say unto this people, know that I, the Lord, am in this building. I speak to your heart, and I call you out of your bondage. Presently, you like where you are. But come now and reason with the Lord. Are you really happy? Is there joy? Is there peace? But is there perpetual struggle? Yea, I, the Lord, say, today is your day. You can change the situation by changing your mind. And your heart. Come unto me, and I will give you life more abundantly than you've ever experienced or received before. This is your day, says the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. My God. I'm gonna give you to the count of three. And then we're going to move on. I feel this in my spirit. Pastor Brown, I said this, said this week, I said, Pastor Brown, Pastor Bob, I said, I'm going to come and just preach a happy message. But I feel like the good Holy Ghost is moving right now. The Holy Ghost is moving right now. When you get home, What do you do in the middle of the night? Look at me, please, please. Throughout the week when you go to school, what do you talk like? What comes out of your mouth? Who do you hang with? Just because they legalize marijuana, does that make it legal to you? Do I assume that today God Almighty wants to change somebody's heart. Absolutely.